I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. From cranberries to cows and everything in between, this is Forward Farming. Hey guys. Welcome back to Forward Farming. Happy Saturday. Happy July. Woohoo. I literally do not know how it's July already. No. Like it was just May. And then I blinked and June was over. Mm-hmm. I feel this year, this whole year is just poof. See you later. It's insane. And I feel like a, I feel like a mom, like, oh, I have no idea where this entire year went. I blinked <laughs> and it's gone. So I feel very cheesy saying that, but like for it happens, it happens. It does. Yeah. How the so, heck are you? I'm good. Uh, let's see. What do we do? We got second crop uh, <laughs> bailed this week, which was nice. It's kind of funny because the last either two or three years, we've actually been making hay on July 4th. So like this is the first year that we're not going to be. Granted, we'll like I'll be working and Joey will have the kids because our daycare is closed next week, but we won't be making hay. So it's a little weird, but um, yeah, we got that done. Um, I think that was really the only exciting thing that happened this week. Yeah. I we didn't just, have anything I don't know. too exciting either. It's kind of a, it's kind of like a, holy cow, this week really flew by, but nothing really exciting happened. Yeah. I'm trying to like, we were busy all week, but I don't, I don't recall. I'll just what. like routine <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we put it, well, we, by we, I mean, Dan put a lot of fertilizer on this week. Um, the, the blossoms are gosh I think we have we have we start god I feel like I'm having a stroke today (laughs) (laughs) please excuse me while I get my thoughts together uh fruit is starting to set so the blossoms are starting to phase out and the fruit starting to come up more which is exciting so with fewer blossoms more fruit we're putting more fruit fertilizer on today is gonna be fertilizer holy cow (laughs) fertilizer. Yeah. We're putting more fertilizer on, um, to make sure that the fruit's going, growing strong. <gasps> Maybe I need to like drink some fertilizer today. Holy cow. Do you want some um, of my monster? I mean, I'll just get dirty bean water. I do. Dan, Dan has a very hard time sitting still on Saturday mornings. Don't know Is that why. Duncan? Yeah. He drove oh. into town to get Duncan for us for breakfast. Good man. Good man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe that's why I'm struggling so much. I'm hopped up on caffeine. <laughs> well, yeah. But uh, it kind of needed after yesterday. Yesterday was kind of a giant old cluster. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, started our day at 730. We had um, a film crew come and we're, I was going to be doing like a video shoot all day for or all morning for the growers association and uh they wanted to get footage of dan porter and i leaving for work in the morning so they wanted to get here at 7 30 so we were all dressed and ready to go this later in the day please. yeah thank you <laughs> like at noon or something um so we walked over to my mom's my parents and dropped porter off with them um and they like got footage of us literally handing porter off and then walking to work <laughs> it was super cheesy. Um, so I was with the camera crew all morning and then 
Porter is supposed to be with my parents. And then all of a sudden Dan comes walking in with Porter and he's like, don't panic. But your mom's taking your dad to the ER right now because he fell off a ladder on the deck. And I was like, what? <laughs> First of what all, was why, he was doing? My, why was my dad on a ladder by himself? That's like our number one rule out here is always have someone with you when you're on a ladder. He didn't. Um, they just got Starlink at their oh. house. So he was trying to put up the satellite on their roof and I don't know how he, how he fell. I think the ladder must have like the bottom went in and he went back. So he like, I think he must have landed on his back and like caught himself with his left arm and like his feet bounced really hard off the ground. So he ended up um, cracking his humorous, like the arm bone that connects to your shoulder, the long one, which is not he, humorous. No, it's really not. <laughs> he, he cracked that in a couple places up by his shoulder. Um, his ribs are super sore. His, he fractured both of his heels. That probably got to be the worst. Yeah. I can't even imagine how much that hurts. I've like bruised mine before, but it's ooh. awful. And especially both of them. Um, and so they were checking him all day for like internal damage and all that other stuff. They were concerned about his spleen, but thankfully his neck and back and ribs are all okay and no internal damage, but he's in a sling right now and just all doped up on drugs. Uh, so I think he's going to be parking his little hiney inside for the rest of the summer and, uh, wrapping him up in bubble wrap. So I, uh, <laughs> I was, I was getting updates via text. I wasn't allowed to go in and see him. So he came home like around four o'clock yesterday afternoon. <laughs> and uh, we, we wrapped up the video shoot around like noon. And then I was in a rush to do payroll because that's usually what my mom does on Fridays. And she wasn't there to do it, obviously. So I, I did it and I screwed up the program again. <laughs> Every time I do payroll, I, <laughs> I got the checks all printed and everything, but like, I don't know something screwed up where it didn't save. Right. So then when I opened the program back up, it was like dated back to like 2016 or something. Oh. Like, I don't know how to fix it. So I, I try not to call my mom and I, uh, just got money transferred over to the, into the account. So hopefully all the checks clear <laughs> this week and nothing's uh, future me problem. I'll have to call our accountant on Tuesday and be like, Hey, can you hack into my computer and fix this again for me? So listen, I messed up <laughs> again. I know I just called you like two months ago with the same problem. I should have wrote down how to fix it. I said, I wasn't going to do this again, but Hey, help me out here. Um, so yeah, after work yesterday, uh, came home, Porter did not nap all day. Oh gosh. So he was he was like at that point where he was just every emotion possible except tired and just, nah. and then as soon as we sat down to eat, that's when he like hit a wall and just was like, no, I'm done. So that was like around six o'clock and we turned on stranger things part two and we watched four and a half hours of stranger things last night and got through the end of the season. So I have not yeah. watched an episode of that. Really? Yeah. It's oh. one of those shows that like I feel like everyone's watched except for me. But I just I don't know, I haven't sat down to watch it. Yeah, yeah. You and I, I think you kind of need like to focus a little bit on it. It's not one of those shows that you oh. can leave in the background and like pick okay. up bits and pieces. 
So you might have to wait until like the kids graduate. We can maybe I'll jump um, in. So this is super weird of me, but I, at work, we feed all of our calves with bottles. Uh, and so it's like a lot of bottles to wash. Like right now I've got like 90 calves on milk. And so we have to hand wash them all. And so when I wash bottles, I usually have like Hulu or Netflix up on my phone. I just like put it in the windowsill and I watch TV while I'm washing bottles because it makes the yeah. time go by a lot faster. Like you totally do that. Then. People walk in, they're like, are you watching TV? And I'm like, yeah, I am. Because what else am I going to do? Like stare out the window? No, it's boring. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll try that show out next. I've been watching yeah. Boston Legal, which have you ever seen that? You pick like the most random shows. <laughs> so, well, I, before Boston Legal, I watched, um, the practice. I think that's what it's called. Yep, yep. Like super old school. I've never watched that either. So I finished that. And then obviously that kind of like goes into Boston legal. And so, yeah, I've been watching Boston legal now and it's, it's hilarious actually. Like it's just, it's so weird, but it's funny. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I don't know. You surprise me with the shows that you watch. It's funny. <laughs> I just never. Okay. <laughs> I watched like the first couple. I'm like, okay, this is kind of dumb, but I just, I don't know, it was one of those things I kept watching. And now like, there's just so many like random little funny bits in it. And it's, it's funny. It's entertaining to watch. It is. It is. I'll give you that. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, what are, what do you have planned for this patriotic weekend? Anything fun? Um, today I'm actually, I'm excited. We are going, um, to, like our, I think it's just at the school. Um, but they, every year they have, um, the golden Knights come out and they, I know they do a jump in Dubuque too, but they, I don't know how they started coming to Southwestern. Like he's a little hazel green. I don't know how that worked out, but they jump in hazel green too. Um, so it's, um, the golden Knights. I just said that, but they like jump out of a helicopter and they usually have like, um, I don't know if it's called not like fog, but what would you call that? Like colored smoke. You know what I mean? Like they do red, white, and blue. Very yeah. patriotic. Usually someone's got a flag. Like it's, it's really cool to see. Um, we've actually never been at the school for it. Um, like I've seen video of it. And then last year we were home for it, but we didn't make it to town in time, but we could like see it from afar from like them jumping out. Cause they jump so high. So we're going to go up and see that. Um, and I'm really excited. I don't know if they're going to land like the previous years they've landed. So you could take the kids on the helicopter and like meet with them and stuff. But I want to say like for COVID, they stopped doing that. And I don't, I guess, I don't know if they'll, they'll continue doing that, but I'm a little sad because I'll have to dig the photos out, but it was like a tradition to take pictures of Sophia the first year. She like, she was at the age where she kind of liked it. Like she didn't cry when, you know, strangers <laughs> were holding her and we, yeah, we gave some of the guys, she was like standing and they were holding her and it was just like all the, um, what would they be in the air force? I think people, I think yeah, so. the golden Knights probably are. Um, and they were holding her and it was just like, it was kind of funny. But then the next year when we did it, she was like screaming and <laughs> the, the guy, the guy that was holding her, I'm like um are you okay with this and he's like I've got a daughter like it's fine I'm used to them crying so yeah, it made it even funnier that she was crying and the guys were all standing there but um yeah so that that's a tradition that's a little sad that uh it fizzled out thanks COVID but 
Well, hopefully they'll be there today so you can recreate it with all the kids. That'll be fun. Yeah. Sophia will probably smile. Joe will probably be the one that cries this time. Actually, no, really? Jackson would Jackson would definitely cry. He's he started to do the stranger danger thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. Other than that, we don't really have too many plans. Um, I've got some meat to go on the smoker and I have to go pick up another calf. I think that's why this week's been so busy. We've been filling up our calf barn again at home. Uh, so we get all of our bull calves and crossbred calves uh, from a dairy about like 20 minutes away. And we've been filling the barn back up. So like she just texts me when she gets another one and then I go get it. But every day I've gone there to get it and then get to bring them home and vaccinate them and all that fun stuff. So I feel like that's probably what's taking up most of my time this week. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this weekend, today, we are going, um, some of our cranberry friends have like this, this venue up in Wisconsin Rapids. It's called Rooted in Red. Um, and oh, I've heard like, of that. Yeah. Wait, isn't it like, it's like a football player, right? Yeah, his family. So Vince Beagle, he played, he went to, he was a Badger. Mm-hmm. Played there for four years, and then he just got done playing in Miami for the Dolphins. He was a Packer for a year, and now I think he's going to Baltimore. He's a oh, Raven cool. this year. Um, so it's his family, and they have a venue on their marsh, and they have like a bar and like a little um, like shop type thing, and they do like marsh tours and all that other fun stuff. And they're having music and a taco truck, I think, today. So they're open like every other Saturday and Dan has been wanting to go for a really long time. So we're loading the fam up. <laughs> we're going over there to see that. Um, so that will be fun. I'm excited. And other than that, I think probably just making sure my dad's got enough stretchy pants on and <laughs> your poor so, dad farmers just don't do well sitting. And so he, and he, he can't, it's not like he can even walk around comfortably. So poor no. guy. My, my brother came up from Madison yesterday. Cause my mom was like hysterical. Uh, like she's, she's way more dramatic than I am. And that's saying something. <laughs> so she was freaking out and like, rightfully so like, yeah, I, I don't mean this to be very morbid, but it's going to come out that way. Like deaths come in threes. Right. So my uncle on my, like my dad's brother passed away in March of last year. My dad's dad, my grandpa passed away in November my dad's the only guy left in the Schultz family. <laughs> so I think she was like really panicking and like that. So maybe just go maybe like one of the CBD um, gummies and slip them on over there. Maybe one of the like ghost kind of like <laughs> caught him as he was falling. So yeah. that the damage wasn't worse. Yeah. I'm hoping so. I mean, um, th- yeah. what else are they there for? Besides I, to help you, you know, other than to spook and, and to help. <laughs> Um, so did you get your internet then or no? (laughs) I don't, I don't know. I haven't, (laughs) I didn't want to ask. He's going to, he's going to need that if he's, uh, in the house all summer. He's going to run out of data real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. This is not a joking matter. I'm glad he's okay. I'm I'm using humor to kind of cope with it and suppress my feelings. That's how I handle, that's how I handle things. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm all for the the dark humor because being sad is like I don't do good with it. So 
it's like if you can make it funny and like I think a lot of people understand that when you're like cracking jokes that probably aren't even funny but people are like yeah just what's wrong <laughs> with you? laugh. like, you're laughing at your dad falling off a ladder what's wrong with you you sicko listen yeah, so funny. listen <laughs> um anyway <laughs> let's let's change subjects real quick uh today we have a pretty special guest on um I've been meaning to uh get this person on for a while now because it's another one of those crops that I don't really think about when I think of Wisconsin agriculture. Um, and yet we consume a lot of beer. Like it's Wisconsin. We drink a lot of beer. So, so much beer. But what and do we you have need some for beer? great breweries too, like we a lot do. of craft beer and stuff. Yes. And uh, today's guest, he has a hop farm uh, over in Oshkosh. And he's going to talk to us today about what it takes to grow hops, what what the whole process looks like, where he sells hops, um, and, and every, everything in between. So today we're going to be joined by Justin. Um, if you follow him on Instagram, he's over at hidden Valley hops. Great follow. If you are interested in beer and the process behind it. So very excited for today's conversation and to talk to Justin. All right, guys, today we are joined by Justin Glady. He is a hops farmer from over in the Oshkosh area. I don't like to give specific locations because I know there's some creepers out there. But hi, Justin. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. So let's just throw you right into the hot seat right away. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, what you do, birth date, social security, all that fun stuff. Basics. Yeah. Ooh. Identity theft. Uh, my, name, my name is Justin Glady. Um, I'm from uh, the Oshkosh area. I grow hops as a hobby. Um, so back like 2014, 2015, I came across an article. Um, so in Winnebago County, we used to be one of, we used to be the nation's number one grower for hops. Um, back in 1860-ish, um, Silas Allen brought a bunch of hops with him from New York's Madison County and settled in Allenville, the name Allenville, clever. Um, so um, I saw an article and I'm like, hey, let's just try to grow some. So I started with three plants, um, growing on trellises behind behind my parents' house and this exploded. I'm close to an acre now. Um, I started growing, I started with a Tetninger, a Cascade and a Nugget. Um, and now I've got, what do I got? I got Tetninger, Nuggets, uh, Saz, Cascade's a big one. Not anymore. Nope. Chinook. And I'm slowly adding the original um, Allenville into my yard. I've got about a hundred and some odd rhizomes planted with another 300 to plant. Um, I have had friends brew with um, my Allenville and they come out with a little bit of a lemony flavor, which is kind of cool. I'm hoping to have that up and running by next year. Um, it takes hops three to five years to mature to get a decent yield off of them. Um, so we'll get there. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you guys want so, me to go down. I didn't realize that it took so long for hops. So it's almost like ginseng, like that took a while to yes. come to yes, maturity too. Mm -hmm. um, and then do each hops, like each variety give you a slightly different taste when you're going to brew with them? 
Yep. Uh, so Nugget, uh, I think Nugget's more of a, a general purpose, um, but they've been doing uh, bare bones is my number one, um, which is like five miles south of my yard, um, just north of Oshkosh on Highway 45. The locals will know where it is. Um, they've been using a lot of my Nugget. Um, but um, so like Saz is good for loggers. Um, Chinook is what's used in Spotted Cow. Supreme. Exactly. <laughs> you don't know what Spotted um, Cow is. Sorry. <laughs> You're missing out. <laughs> get off the podcast if you don't know what Spotted Cow <laughs> yeah, is. Get out of here. You're not a true Wisconsin. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> lint liquor. <laughs> You're lint liquors if you know what Spotted Cow is. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Um, so I've just been slowly trying to build it up, um, dealing with a lot of winter kill, as I'm sure you guys do too. Mm-hmm. Um, the lack of snow the last few years is really, really hurting me. But uh, last year wasn't so bad. I think I lost six plants out of, I don't even know what I've got anymore. But when they're $10 a plant, it starts to add up. So how do you protect in in the winter like what do you do we use water or irrigation yep like so i just mulch mulch them mulch them okay that's what all you can do um if you go on my instagram uh a few photos ago you could see when i pulled out my cascade how big that root ball was so um i years ago four years ago three years ago i took some allenville rhizomes from they're on i got some i got permission to take them all off of the farmer's land in allenville um private property they're slowly starting to dwindle pardon me um but um i had like four or five of them that i put on the side of the barn and i grew them on trellises a few years the root ball the root they had a main root probably about that big around that i don't even know how deep it was i couldn't get it all out just ridiculous so is that so, like a baseball size for for those listening and not mm, or a golf probably, ball yeah i would say a golf ball and that was only four years old, not even. So you kind of want to kind of want to walk us through like the entire growing season, just so we can kind of get mm-hmm. a, an yeah. understanding of like start to finish what it's like. So, um, once the snow melts, I they're really it's really pretty simple uh, throughout the year. Basically, uh, once the snow melts, the ground's got to get to a certain temperature as with cranberries or with your cash crops, whatever. Um, they're perennials. Thank God. Lord, I won't be able to do it. We're spending four grand a year on plants. You yeah, know, thank you. Um, so they break ground usually on an average year around my birthday, second week, of April, um, they start growing. Um, and then Usually they'll shoot up on by themselves. Um, so my original yard, uh, I did trial and error. I hung cables, three sixteenths cable to let them climb on, which in hindsight is more of a pain in the butt to pick. Um, my so or, original hop yards and most hop yards actually use um, twine so they can cut it off every year and then but they have to restring it every year. Mm-hmm. which is kind of annoying, but the Allenville, I'm going to end up doing that. It's going to be a little more cost efficient and there's less weight on my, on my power poles. Um, but once they start growing, I really don't do anything other than make sure mow around them a little bit in the beginning, but I use the, so I'm on the edge of a hay field. So I use the clover and grass basically as a ground cover. It helps keep, keep the moisture in. I don't have to usually water 
because we're in clay, which is kind of a demise a little bit because there's a big farm out by you, Tenacious mm-hmm. Badger. But um, they're all sand, but they continually have the water. They have, yep. tw- he has 24 acres of hops, but he has a drip line on everything, which is ridiculous. A lot, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm pesticide free, whereas everybody else sprays their hops two to three times a year. It's insane the amount of pesticides they put on hops. I think my hops taste better than pesticide hops. Just saying. What kind of, what kind of, uh, what kind of insects do you, or like what kind of pests do you typically run into? With Knock hops? on wood, I have none. Really? I have none. So you don't even have like gophers mm-hmm. or anything like that trying to chew on the plant? It, everything Nothing. just leaves them alone? Wow. And, and we have a lot of deer. Yeah. No, everything, everything leaves them alone for the most part. It's crazy. So do they, do they have like a flower when they, do they bloom? Like what, what do they look um, like, I guess? So I'll be able, I'll start putting uh, pictures up here on Instagram pretty quick. Um, so basically it comes out like a, they're, they're called little burrs. It's called a burr. Um, my nuggets, nuggets, the tetaning are starting to um, burr out already, which is ridiculous. I don't know how, they're a month and a half early. Um, usually the end of July, early August, they start burring out. Um, it, it's just, it's hard for me to explain. I'll, I'll put more pictures on Instagram of it. Okay. Um, but basically it just looks like this little tiny, I don't know how to explain it. It's a little furry thing. And then eventually yep. it just grows out into a, a, a hop cone. So basically they're self-pollinating for the most part. You want the male plants. You don't want the female plants. The female plants give you a different flavor than the male plants. They're like a hmm. weird, sour, nasty. So everything in my yard that I know of, minus the hop vines that I've been, the uh, rhizomes I've been putting in the ground are all male, hopefully. Um, but um they obviously you need the females to make more, but um, these hops are the one rhizomes I put in the ground are 168 years old, which is insane. Wow, is that okay? Nuts? Yeah. yeah, it's just insane. This is also slowly, wild. Like I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. trying to wrap my head around like you don't have to treat yeah. them; you just kind of like let them do their mm. thing. But yep. Okay, so right now they're burring. When some of them, yep. Some mm. of them, yeah. Yeah. So is that because we've had like that really hot stretch a couple weeks ago where they needed that heat know. after the cold snap or anything in particular that's like different this year? Uh, more, there's been more moisture, which is going to affect my yield in my yard. They don't, they like more, they like being wet, but they don't like being soaked. Yeah. I they mean, don't like it dry, but they don't like it too wet. They, they like mm-hmm. the Goldilocks. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're very basic plants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do they do they do okay with the heat in the summer love it hotter the better the hum- they're like corn they, they absolutely love the humidity they do better okay. with more humidity which so they're a good tr- wisconsin plant and i have a microclimate with lake winnebago and then lake winnicott and you know all that around there i think i've i've mentioned that before but uh the storms break around us which is insane yeah we don't get the weather you guys get yeah. We'll so you're just that. like in this little perfect corner of Wisconsin where you're kind mm-hmm. of like in your own little yeah. oasis. <laughs> yeah. And we're, where the farm is, we're hidden down below a bunch of hills and stuff too. And we're just down in our own little valley. That's why, that's why it's called Hidden Valley. But um, yeah, we do our thing back there. Um, yeah. They're usually, so by the end of July, they're most of them, everything's burned out and 
we pick, I usually pick around Labor Day. Last year I was a little late, but you got to pick them right at the peak, right before they start turning. So they're, they're dark green, but if you pick them too late, they start turning yellow and then brown and then they fall off. Mm-hmm. But if you don't pick it at the right moment, you don't get the exact. Um, there's alpha acids, and I think the other one is beta acids. So basically what a brewer is looking for, and I'll post more videos of again, it's called Luplin. So if you break open a hop cone, I wish I had some hop cones, but everything sells out every year. So you break it open and there's a bunch of um, yellow substance inside. That's what makes, that's what gives spirits flavor. Okay. So how mm-hmm. do you, how do you harvest? Is it all by hand or is there like a certain machine? Is it's it all, all hand? by It's all by hand for me anyways. Yeah. Yep. Until I get big enough where I can afford to get a hop picker. It's all by hand, which it gets huh. tenuous. Yeah. It takes, how many, takes you a couple of days. How many um, cones are on a, a, plant, a plant typically? Mm-hmm. So um, my nugget, it's, so my, my nugget and tightening are on trellises that are only 12 feet high. Um, the one nugget last year did, I want to say eight to 10 pounds. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize it was that big. Mm-hmm. Okay. How long does that typically take you to do by hand? Like, does everything kind of, is it everything when it's go time, all everything, at once? Everything. Yep. All at once. So it's just like, is it like yeah, a so- week, two weeks? How long? I can, so it's going to start taking me longer as I get more and more mature. But last year, I think I had everything picked in three, four days. And it's just like nonstop. Too bad. Yeah. It doesn't, (laughs) it's not as, not horrible, but I have to use, I have to get out my 25 foot ladder just to get up to the top and climb up that and then pull everything down. But the new yard, I'll be able to um, cut them down with twine. Okay. Cut it down and then be able to. So what they do the big yards they'll cut them down like you'll see new glarus will post about it um i don't know if tenacious tenacious is real big on instagram but um uh, four winds farm in fitchburg has a nice yard um so what they'll do is they'll cut them down and then they'll run them through a hop harvester it's like a it's a wolf wolf brand i don't know so basically they'll run it through it'll knock all the binds off and then um the uh, twine doesn't affect it it'll chop it all up the the cones get separated everything else falls out the back and then gets put in a pile so then after that everything dries in what's called an oast o-a-s-t oast um basically it dries in that until hops reach like 10 percent moisture usually i can do it by feel usually it mm-hmm. turns into like hay it's just super dry and then i've got a machine that i feed all the hops into and it cuts them up into tiny little pieces basically it turns it into like chaff and then you run that chaff and then I've got a pellet mill that I, that I put on the PTO of the tractor and then it spits them out as pellets. And then from there it goes to the brewery. Wow. Is and that's, how, oop, go ahead. Uh, how soon does, does a brewery come? Do you have to drop them off to the brewery or do they come and pick I them up? I usually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being that bare bones is five minutes down, down the road from my parents' farm. I just drop them off. And then usually Jody will brew with them within a week or two. Oh, wow. Is everybody Not even. like that? Like it's mm-hmm. a pretty quick turnaround? Yeah. If, hmm. if I don't sell them or use them in the freezer, because the longer shelf life on hops is not very long. So I would say within six months, you have half the alpha and beta acids left in the hops. Uh, 
that's that's super interesting okay so hmm i'm wow okay so yeah, when it, it's when, pretty crazy so after like with cranberry so like before they go dormant there's already like a bud developed for the next spring Mm-hmm. is that is that similar to hops since mm-hmm. they're perennial or it starts budding it starts over every year mm-hmm. okay everything don't starts like, over is there any maintenance to the plant like do you have to prune them or anything every year no you nope. just let them grow and grow and grow they grow three feet a week a week yep how how long can they keep producing for uh i'll let you know um my one nugget is eight years old and you can kind of tell when they start to kind of fizzle out or is it just like one year nope I'm not I'm not doing anything it's still increasing in yield it's pretty crazy cool so I actually I just started uh getting uh coffee grounds from uh bedrock roasters and Nina to put on I'm trying to turn my soil a little more acidic the clay is super basic, so it's um, really easy to manipulate. So I've just been taking grounds from him every week and uh, putting them around the plants, and we'll see what happens. But I'm thinking, uh, try to get my yard going. I'm going to put some uh, potash. I think it's pronounced potash. Putting mm-hmm. some potash around each plant. Now I'm probably going to regret that next fall, next uh, harvest season when everything is just absolutely going gangbusters. But yeah, I've never I've never fertilized anything out here but that's wild we'll see what happens yeah it's pretty crazy but it's super labor intensive that's why everybody got out of it um i'm the only hop growing commercial hop grower in winnebago county i think the next closest one is there's some there's some down in montello there's some beaver dams got a couple there's a couple in door county but yeah i'm the only i'm uh i'm the only one up here so so that's why how- i got all my own equipment yeah. Yeah. Uh, how did you, how are you learning? Is it all just kind of like learn on the fly or did you mm-hmm. find like a yep. mentor or anybody? You're just nope. trial and error. Trial and error. Is there like a Wisconsin, like hop growers, like association or like a, is, a group uh, of you guys? Yep. Yeah. That's called Wisconsin hop growers cooperative. So you I joined that. Like, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so every year they do uh where are they there's one usually out in wisconsin rapids um and then there's one down by madison but the headquarters is down by madison but so what they want is to harvest the vines and then bale them up they make hop bales out of it and then they bring them in to wisconsin rapids or madison and then they'll process it but i'm so far away so like you pick a hop or you, you cut a vine off of a hop it'll wilt and die within three hours it's insane so after I, so like when they're ready, they're ready. I can't, I can't uh, horse around, so to speak. But um, um, once it, once they're ready, they're ready. So basically I've been, Matt, Matt, I can't think of his last name offhand, but Matt's the president. I've talked to him. I'm like, if you want hops for me, you're going to have to accept them from me pelleted because I can't get anything to you without it spoiling. Mm-hmm. But I'm working on that one. But once I get my yield up, um, there's a couple of uh, sway beer up in Dark County would like some um, bare bones being my they were the Jody was the first one who took who bought hops for me. So he's always got first dibs. But um, last year, Omega bought some from me in Amro. 
Um, it's just limitless. So do brewers approach you? Or, I mean, like when you first started, did you, how did you kind of, how'd you sell your product mm-hmm. without them? So I knowing? actually, um, there's a guy, his name is Lee. He goes by Oshkosh beer. He's wrote two, he's huge on Oshkosh beer history. Um, I don't know if you follow me on Facebook, but he's, he does everything on Facebook. So every once in a while I'll, uh, I'll share on my hop page on Facebook, his, uh, history on hops, not hops mainly, but I'm brewing. Oshkosh was home to, I want to say over 10 breweries before prohibition and prohibition hit and then bootleggers and everything got, but the big one is chief Oshkosh. I'm sure. I don't know if you've, they used to have the arrowhead logo and then it's a yep. chief Oshkosh in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's the big one. But um, all of those hops from for those breweries came from Allenville. Okay, so who? Which was pretty crazy. Yeah. Sorry, I kind how, of dodged your question there. No, no, that's fine. how many how many breweries do you work with now? Uh, for sure, two. I'm working on getting more in, but I don't have enough yield at the moment to like the three to five year maturity kind of thing is kind of my downfall at the moment but i think i'll be okay once i get the allenville going because they've been here for 160 years they know the they know the soil they know everything so i'm just trying to going out on a limb with the other exotics so to speak that i'm growing so what did you do before you got into this were you have you always been farming no no um so um, I have a degree in energy and environmental, never used it really. Um, but, um, I am a s- inspector for the city of Nina. So I, I'm a construction inspector. So I, I basically make sure everybody's going to our spec on the roads and et cetera. Um, but yeah, this is just a hobby of mine that I started a few years ago and a labor of love, I call it. Do you ever see yourself going full-time with it? I'd love to, but I don't know if I'd be able to because of the the city benefits and everything. With if I mean, my wife's got a great job, but the benefits are are definitely a, a sticking point. So, do you see yourself growing anytime soon? Like, do you want more acres, or are you trying to keep it right around what you have now? So, my ex- after this next expansion, I think I'm good for a while. Um, until I can figure out what the yield and everything's going to do. But I mean, I would in the future. Um, my parents have a 47 acre hobby farm. Um, basically it's just hay for the, they rent. So my parents have a 20 stall uh, horse barn. They um, rent the barn out to a trainer. So basically they just grow the hay for the, for the barn, but I would love to someday turn it into an actual hobby farm and grow all sorts of different things but just not in the cards right now. Yeah. That's, that's all very interesting. I had, I knew nothing mm-hmm. about hops going into this. Is there anything else that, that people might not know that I haven't even thought to ask? Not really. Um, if anybody ever has any questions, feel free to send me a message. Yeah. So let's, where can people find you on social media and, and your website? Yeah. Um, hiddenvalleyhops.com um i'm on there um facebook hidden valley hops and then i've got instagram at hidden valley hops as well yeah and again really great follow and ton of really great information and uh don't forget to share those pictures because i'm excited to see 
what everything's exactly. looking like this year. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, like I said, um, they're super temperamental with the weather. So, I mean, like we were so wet in May and then like last mm -hmm. year in May, it was so dry. And then we got all our rain for the year in June. Yeah. Which I don't know how that does with cranberries, but well, you guys irrigate. We do. Yeah. We, we're yeah. pretty fortunate that we can kind of control our water situation. So if it's too dry or too wet, we can, mm -hmm. we can control that. So we're very lucky in that sense where a lot of farmers aren't. Um, but like for other growers in Wisconsin, if, if they don't have like the perfect conditions that you do, how, what do they do other than like a drip line or like what kind of pests do they have to worry about? Do you know? A lot of mold. Uh, wow. A lot of mold. Um, I can't hmm. talk apparently. Oh, um, a no, lot of mold. We went through this um, <laughs> earlier in the episode too. I felt like I was having a stroke. I could not <laughs> talk. <so. laughs> um, mold, uh, blight is a big one. And then um, a lot of people have issues with um, Southern Wisconsin. As a, so the soil types, I think are a big thing. So like sand, mm -hmm. I think the sand is kind of a downfall for it. They have a lot of um, pests that grow in the sand. I also mm -hmm. think so like, Wisconsin's broken up into what probably four or five different growing seasons so like if you look at a growing season map of Wisconsin so like I'm right on the border of uh, zone four and zone five so like zone five comes like Door County down and then winds around like the back of Lake Poygan and then kind of goes back down like along where you could see like the lake influence from Michigan mm -hmm. so we're like just inside of that line we actually get peaches to grow here I've got a I'll uh I'll just send you a picture I've got a peach tree in my yard and my parents got two peach trees. Absolutely the best peaches you would ever have in your life. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like I just need to stop talking to you because you're making me a little jealous with just like your perfect, <laughs> perfect little not. It's state. not perfect. It's not perfect by any means. But we're, you at least got the bluffs. We've got nothing. It's all flat. But, um... Like, so hops can grow in pretty much any soil condition. Yes. If you, there's so many, God, I don't even know. I think there's over 200 different varieties of hops. If hmm. in, I think in the U S alone, but like we were in, I went to Germany three years ago and we were, so I went over to real quick, went over to surprise my mom when she took my grandma's ashes home to Poland, got to see the Berlin wall, got to go through Poland. And then we were back in Lingen. They surprised us with a sting concert. I can see Sting and Lingen. It was insane. But they have hops growing wild everywhere over there. Like, they don't even, there's weeds. But so somehow it got over here into New York, and then everything split off. There's insane, like, um, I can't think of the name of it. There's a Citra, Citra hops. They're, they're trademarked. You can't get them. They're for, like, the Pacific Northwest. It's just different growing regions grow different hops, basically. Sure. Yeah. It, it's just unreal. Yeah. I mean, that was just a whole little, little nugget bomb right there that you just dropped. Like, no big deal. We saw sting. You can cut it's, that it's out fine. if you want. No, no big deal. <laughs> no. no, no, that just gives me another reason to stop talking to you. So <laughs> just kidding. Well, awesome. yeah. Um, well, I definitely learned a lot today. So thank you for coming on here. Again, sure. if you're not following Justin, head on over to Hidden Valley Hops um, on social media and check out his website. Um, always, always super interesting. So thank you again, Justin. Um, and thank sure. you guys for listening.
if you're not following us on social media, you can follow me over at Cranberry Chats. Becca's over at Becca Hilby. Um, and make sure to follow us, Forward Farming Podcast, on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.